Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash podcast. You're, I'm your host, Uppy. I apparently can't talk tonight. Um, with me tonight is Beardo. Beardo, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's been a, it's been a minute. I saw you uh, a week ago. I am yeah. uh, nicely tanned, thanks to the event we went to, and not having brought sunglasses or a hat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, how, how's your week been? Uh, it was long and miserable. I'm glad it's over. There you go. Hey, I, I, I can somewhat commiserate. I wasn't working until 9 or 10 o'clock like you were last night on a Friday, but I hear you on the long week, and it's miserable. Um, before we get into parts of why we're miserable, are you drinking tonight? Uh, just water tonight. Mm. I found that I don't drink so much late at night anymore. Huh. Yeah, I'm getting older, and drinking late at night just, doesn't help me sleep. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, like, I hear you. I'm not, like, one to, I'm not a quitter yet, I guess you would say. Um, but I definitely do find I'm more tired in the morning when I drink late at night. Like, I, I uh, drank Thursday, which I normally wouldn't on a Thursday, and Friday I was really tired. Um, but I drank last night. Um, right. <laughs> while, while you're still working. So you're drinking water. Um, funny enough, I, I have a beer from Oakdale that I got in Delhi. Um, it's one I saw. It's from Dying Breed Brewing. It's the 1871 uh, double IPA, 8%. It's not too bad. Uh, it's kind of funny that I was... I feel like I could get to Oakdale quicker than I could get to Delhi. But I happen to be in Delhi, and they have this... Uh, market called Liberty Market. It's a grocery store, but like they're really in on the like the local craft beer brew scene. And even better, they don't force you to buy anything in a four pack. They kind of cut them down into two packs. So it's uh-huh. a great way to like test out a beer. And if you don't like it, then you're not stuck with three you don't want. But you know, I, I have the luxury of the fact that I do see you once in a while. So if I do get a bad one, I can just push them off on you. And then if you don't like it, then you can push it off on Chitty. So right. uh, we have a, we have a system at least of how to dispose of our waste. But so speaking of uh, circling back to your uh, long and miserable week, um, very odd thing occurred late at night. I want to say Wednesday. Um, definitely way late at night because I was. It was at a time in which I was the only one in my family still up. So it would have been probably ten o'clock or later. Um, got a ESPN alert on my phone that uh, the Oakland A's entered into a binding agreement um, to purchase the land in Las Vegas. I'm like, this is kind of late for such a thing. And I kind of didn't know what to do with the information other than, like, I thought we were close in Oakland. I feel like you and I were just talking about this uh, this past week that, you know, they, they were as close as, the, as they've ever been. To building a new stadium in Oakland, and we get this news, and it was like, wow, okay, I guess maybe we weren't close, but right. <laughs> um, found out later 
Uh, and I, I'm full on, I'm all for any John Fisher hate. Um, I saw a graphic just this evening where uh, John Fisher, the owner of the A's, uh, Mr. Gap, if you will, um, is richer than half the owners in baseball. Um, which is saying something because they're, they're all rich, right? But, um, where was I going with this? Uh, I had another thought and I derailed myself. I, I'm good at that. That's my old age speaking. Um, I had found out that the city in the team, city meaning Oakland, um, had what they called a summit plan this week where they were actually going to work on negotiations to kind of get this over the finish line at the, at the Howard Terminal. And the city was actually optimistic that they were going to come out with a deal and there was going to be a planned um, joint press conference on Friday with an update. Even if they didn't have a deal, they are going to have some sort of joint press conference on Friday to kind of speak about where they were. And then this news comes out. And then Oakland's mayor, visibly pissed, <laughs> holds a press conference <laughs> and says, we're done talking to you, which I feel like to some degree... That was maybe the worst thing they could have done. Like, if they still want to try to get this done, they should have just kept talking because I still feel like, based on what information is out there, they're not that far off from getting it done. And maybe the announcement was done to maybe expedite getting over that final hurdle or two. But I don't know. What do you think? I find that, I find that scenario hard to believe. If, if they were this close, to making a deal, why come out and say we're going to build somewhere else? Like that's not going to help you nail your deal down when it's already pretty close to being done. So the only thing that could have happened is what did happen. <laughs> the the details yeah. we if we ever do find out, it'll be way too late, kind of thing. Right. Right. Um. It's just it was just bizarre because again the timing was it was probably the next morning technically um, on the East Coast when this happened. Um, it's just I don't know and because I think the one of the big unknowns like there, there was a fundamental issue between that that we know of, there was a fundamental issue between the team and the city where I think the law is if you're building housing. Um, I think 7% of it has to be low-income housing. I think the city was wanting them to build like 12%, but they were like saying, no, we'll go with the law. I'm not sure if that's worth not getting the deal done for. I do know the city was tasked with um, coming up with like... And I think part of it was their own doing. I think they committed themselves to it, but they, they were tasked with coming up with, uh, I think, $345 million in infrastructure costs. They actually secured $375 million in grants for it. So what is the unknown? Like, what was the hurdle that was not getting it done if they did their part? The They had collectively won a major, major legal hurdle because um, someone sued over the the EIR, the Environmental Impact Report, and the judge sided with the A's. So I just don't know. <laughs> like you said, we won't know either. That's the sad part. Like, make it make sense. Right. It seems to have come out of nowhere. It seems like it's just the latest 
kick it in the balls as an A's fan, mm-hmm. like dealing with constant player turnover, constant bad seasons, constant talks of the A's leaving because they want a stadium. Yeah. And then right when you think, oh, they're going to stay and we're going to have a great team. Nope. We're going to Las Vegas. See you guys. Yeah. That's okay. In the middle Thanks of the night. <laughs> Thanks for that kick in the balls again. Right? Like, like how much abuse can you give me? Because this was like, now, to be honest, when they first pitched this idea of Howard Terminal and the complexity of it and the high cost, I'm like, they're, they must be fucking with us. There's no way. And the fact that they got some traction was amazing to me because, like, I, I've been kind of tracking this saga since, like, we were wee young lads in our early 20s, like, <laughs> during my first marriage, like, that kind of thing. Like, I, a bookmark on my laptop, and I've been through, like, many a computer since then, was new pa- newballpark.org. Um, that guy has been tracking this thing since, like, what they call, like, the Oak to Ninth um, development, which was their very first one where they're going to take over, like, I don't know, 100 acres next to the Coliseum. But that was never going to work because there's like a million landowners and none of them are going to sell. And then that turned into like another place, I forget. Um, Maybe after that, that may have been when the the focus shifted to uh, Warm Springs and Fremont. And then Mm -hmm. the, the NIMBYs took care of that one. And then they thought, hey, we'll take the same stadium plan and do it in another place in Fremont. And then that didn't go anywhere. And then they briefly tried San Jose. And then there's Howard... Tr- well, Howard Terminal wasn't the first new Oakland proposal. They were going to try Laney College. Um, but I think the university had an issue with that. Um, but, like I said, at first, when they first announced Howard Terminal, and it was going to be a $12 billion project, and next to Jack London Square, and, like... I thought, no way, like, the site clean up there alone was going to be astronomical. Maybe that's part of it, and we don't know. Maybe. But to get, like, I don't know, let's be generous and say it was 80% there. That was 41% than I ever thought they could get on that. Like, I thought they were still kind of blowing some smoke up our asses with that plan. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> right. they, they even invested, like, they bought out, like, half the current Coliseum site. Like, I felt like they were committed to it and then to mm-hmm. get this close and then just pull the rug out like, right and i thought i had more for this discussion like i had some late nights thinking like we knew right away this is what we're talking about tonight uh this right. week on the show and i thought well maybe i have some perspective like you know i was you know granted many many decades ago but i was an hour and a half away from my favorite football team when they decided to announce their move to a different city and but I was like, I don't really, it's not as comparable because it's not like I was in a position in my life where it's not like I could go to Cleveland whenever I wanted to watch a football game. Like I could literally, not every A's game, but I could go to at least every weekend game if I wanted to, like a few night games. Um, and I haven't because, again, the product on the field hasn't warranted my investment. Um, yeah, I mean, if they had put out a consist, even a consistent product, a yeah. product that could be a contender every year. We'd be going every other weekend. Probably. Oh yeah. If if they were like you said, like if they were still like, hey, we're guaranteed to at least be competing for the playoffs, and they saw the A's access pass, like I was 
in on contributing towards the A's access, access pass, and then COVID happened. So that kind of mm-hmm. ended that. And then when baseball kind of returned to in, in an in-person scenario, they stopped doing the uh, A's access pass because it probably made too much sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, and then the very next year, they doubled their ticket prices and, <laughs> and traded, like a week before the season, they traded Chapman and Olsen and... Uh, Manaya and I feel like there's someone else like Seth Brown was in there somewhere. It's like yeah. right, the few names I did recognize are now gone. Like wh- I don't know anyone hardly on the team anymore. No. I think no, a couple maybe, but who they, cares? And and they're getting blown out every night right now. It, it's not competitive. I think they lost like no. eighteen to three tonight or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it. I'm definitely not going to bother watching a bunch of no-names. Like, you probably no. are better off than high school baseball right now. Um, we probably saw better baseball at the Modesto Nuts game last week. <laughs> that was enjoyable. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. And then that one inning, that one guy struck out, and we got half-price beers. So that was yeah. lovely. Half-price good beer, too. I mean, it wasn't... Right. <laughs> <laughs> um so, I don't know, is that my, I start to wonder, all right, well, that was the only sports thing I had in the, you know, drivable distance, like, right. where does my local sports dollars go now? I mean, obviously, I go to, like, one or two Niners games, so I'm not going to go to a third, because I have this extra A's money that I wasn't spending, but... Right. Do I do more Modesto Nuts games? Do I commit more to go into the San Jose Earthquakes, but I think they're also kind of shit right now, too, so it's like, <laughs> what do I Really? Do? They were really good last year. Were they? I don't think so. I think they just happened to win the night we won, yeah. They were pretty damn good. <laughs> um, but that's always they a good time, too. Imagining things. Um, so, so I want to end this half of the show with just a nice, solid fuck you, John Fisher. <laughs> Like, it, like we get clowned on. Like we, I mean, we've been getting clowned on for like not having good attendance forever, and that's that's uh-huh. fair. And to that point, typically this fan base doesn't show up unless it's towards the end of the season and they're a contender. Like, sure. <laughs> you could say the Oakland A's are slated to be in the World Series this year, and I still don't think fans are showing up in April and May. Um, and the only and they time shouldn't. That's because everyone would get traded off in July. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's not like they've ever had consistently fantastic numbers, but that problem is not going to get solved yeah. going to Vegas. I think Chitty kind of, and I kind of touched on this last week, where, um, and I think you and I touched on it uh, in private as well, that hockey worked in Vegas for two reasons. One, it was a brand new team, so it was completely Vegas's, built from scratch ish. Um, <laughs> I, I always joked because like part of their draft is like you know like each team can like protect their top five players, so I I kind of had a joke that the Vegas Golden Knights were coming in as the sixth best team because they got every team's <laughs> sixth best player. Um, right, but it was theirs. They weren't. St- taking it from another city it was their team they were the first team in town so it works 
because it was something right. Vegas could say this is our own. With the Raiders, it doesn't matter because obviously we know <laughs> that stadium is full and it's the most expensive ticket in the NFL, but who gives a fuck if it's their own fans because that, you know, you and I could just decide, not that we have or would, but we could decide, well, hey, the Niners are playing in Vegas. Let's just go down for the weekend and check out the game and come home. Um, and that's what everyone's doing. If it's probably November in Detroit and you have some extra money, you might be thinking, I'll get it. I'll take a break. I'll go down to Vegas for the weekend, watch the Lions play down there, and just get out of the cold or whatever. Or, right. You know, football you can do that with. But baseball is completely different. So first and foremost, Vegas would already be like the smallest metro in the Major League Baseball. Because um, obviously there's people in Henderson, there's people in Las Vegas, but outside of that there's nobody. It's fucking right. desert, yeah. people. Um, so they might get more initially because obviously one of the things that's been hampering the A's is they've been locked into this very long TV deal with ship money. And that's how some of these other teams can spend a lot of money because they have these very rich regional sports deals which may not be the case right now because I think some sports brand, like I think it's called Bally Sports or something, which is not related to the casino, I don't think. Um, I think they've gone bankrupt. <laughs> and so teams are like having to sue Bally Sports to try to get their their TV money. Um, but typically, it, that situation aside is, you know, that's how teams get a lot of the money to sign players, and they've had a very t- terrible TV deal. Um, so they might get a obviously a better TV deal, but mm-hmm. it's eighty-one times a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> and let's let's be honest, the workforce in Vegas is not a normal workforce. Um, I'm gonna imagine a big chunk of them are not nine to fivers. They're right. probably ten p.m. to four a.m. or whatever eight hours would be at that point. Ten to six. They right. don't necessarily. Are, are available during baseball time and so I think that's part of it and they're getting another city's team and I'm sure it's more of a transient population so they put out numbers saying that they're expecting 400,000 unique visitors per year but again no one's flying in from Detroit or Philadelphia or Texas or Anaheim yeah. well maybe Anaheim but maybe Right. But no one's but, flying in for a right. Tuesday through Thursday series in the middle of the work yeah. week to see fucking baseball. If I'm going there during yeah. the week, I have a very good reason to. Maybe it's a concert, or maybe it's, you know, right. maybe I really just really want to be a degenerate and pretend I'm in my 20s and want to just binge drink and gamble for a few days. <laughs> um, it's not going to be like, oh my God, right. I have to see the A's play. Like, no. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that said, uh, on this aspect about just the moving thing, do you have any final thoughts on the moving part, or do you want to give John Fisher a special fuck you before we talk about baseball fandom moving forward? No, I'm not giving John Fisher any of my time. Okay. Or Kerper. <laughs> yeah, it greatly changed. <laughs> Within three days, her Father's Day plans changed. We were all for going to yep. the A's game, getting our Hawaiian A shirts, and then, no, what does... Maybe do lunch at Dying Breed and barbecue later in the day. Yeah. Um, so baseball fandom moving forward. So I've heard that as soon as the end of this year, the A's could move because the A's are the affiliate of the AAA team down there, so they could technically play at that stadium down there. 
as early. Right. I don't think they would go as soon as this year. I think they're technically their lease at the Coliseum runs through next year, and who knows if they want to spend? I think I think it's like ninety million to get out of that. But I mean, if you're worth yeah, fireworks. Um, if you're worth two point two billion, maybe you could afford the. I, I think the Warriors did the same thing. They bought out ninety million dollars to get the hell out of Oakland too. Um. Anyways, so at some point they are leaving, whether it's right. next year or three years from now. Um, what does baseball as a fan look like to you without the Oakland A's? Or where do you think it could go? Obviously, it's too soon to make hardcore decisions about rooting interest, but what's, what's I mean, especially since you've always been an A's fan and you've mm-hmm. lived here your whole life, what's that look yeah. like to you without having the A's around? Like, do you think you even care about baseball anymore? Or what do you think? Um, it's going to be hard. Um, I love baseball. And I have, I've been an A's fan since the day I was born. Like, it's always been my team. Uh, so this hurts. And I, they're my team because they're my local team. Yeah. Right? They're my team because I can drive to the stadium. Even when I lived in Oakdale, it's a two-hour drive, mm-hmm. maybe, on a bad day. Yeah. You know? two-hour drive. I currently live about 45 minutes to an hour from the stadium. Um, So it's my local team. I can go and spend an easy afternoon there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've loved the stadium. Like, it's a dump, but (laughs) it's our dump. (laughs) It's our dump, right. You know, and it's not hard to get to. It's not like... Even when there's people there, it's in a good spot because it's easy to get right. out of, even when there is a decent crowd with a lot of cars. I will give it that, too. Right. Like, it's not easy to funnel out tens of right. thousands of cars, but Oakland can do it. Yeah, and, yeah, it's always been super easy. To get, even when I was going to the playoff games, not hard to get out of, yeah. and that place was packed. So, and then if you didn't want to drive, you could take Bart. Bart drops you off right at the stadium, mm-hmm. which is great, which is where I watched the uh, last pitches of the um, no-hitter. Yeah. Right there from the station at the BART. Um, so, I mean, with the A's moving, it it hurts. Like, it, it's depressing. Mm. And I don't even know what to think. I hope it's not real. Like, I hope you're right that it's just posturing and trying to put themselves in a position for stronger negotiations next week to make something happen. Um, and I hope the meetings with the city still happen, and I hope Oakland comes out and says, never mind, we're going to stay in Oakland, and <laughs> right. we're going to have a stadium in two years. Like, I hope all of that is what's said. Um, but I've been an A's fan for too long mm-hmm. to know that that's not what's going to happen. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's not guaranteed to succeed in Las Vegas. Like, they have a very short window period, I think, to get something done because they are trying to still get like a th- half a billion dollars um, out of the yeah. the state, which is not guaranteed. Cause <laughs> I think they right. kind of realized that they bent over a little bit too far backwards for the Raiders, um, and there right. is only so much money to go around. And I'm sure the casinos are only too generous of their time because they I think they view it right. as you're, you're taking time away from us. Um, but the fandom, like, and I will say this because even though I didn't grow up here, 
and I obviously was an A's fan from birth. But the A's were like truly my favorite baseball team. Once I decided, hey, I this, this baseball thing is pretty cool. And <laughs> when I was a kid, like green was my favorite color, and they were the only team that was green. So I was kind of drawn to that. And the the one one of the few luxuries we had growing up was my parents once in a while would take us to Dairy Queen. Um, and back then, the very popular thing was to get the little plastic baseball mini helmet filled, with, and I would always get the A's one. And it didn't hurt that in the late 80s, the A's were really good. Um, so th- they were always my favorite team, uh, even though they weren't my local team. And, and I was thinking about it because obviously I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I've been through this, I'll just root for them still. No, if they leave, they're dead to me. Um, <laughs> and I, I kind of, I had a very, in the last, I don't know, five years or so, I've been more heavily football-oriented. Um, so more of my efforts and joy have come from, you know, football and not baseball. But I still want to have a favorite team. And it, for me, it kind of came down to three teams. Mm. And obviously, it's not a decision to be made today, but I feel like if I come to the point where a decision is going to be made, my heart will tell me one way or the other. But I feel like if I was going to root for another team... I feel like uh, the three teams I could root for as my number one would either be the Seattle Mariners, because they've been in our division, but they're a team that I've never really disliked or hated. Yeah. Um, the Cleveland Guardians or Pittsburgh Pirates. But it, I feel like if it came down to it, I'd probably pick Cleveland. Um, Pittsburgh is like the baseball version of my favorite football team, so I don't need that twice in my life. Um, and they've always been my number two, so they should just stay number two. And I feel like Cleveland's uh, there's a lot of similarities, right? Like I, I like both of those cities um, for the same reasons because they don't get enough credit, but they're still nice and they're not as bad as you would think they are. And the attitude of the residents of the city are the same. And I feel like this is still that same blue collar, hardworking thing with not a large budget, but they actually draft well and. They've been somewhat successful. They've been to the World Series in the last 15 years-ish. Probably sooner, maybe 10. I don't know. My timelines are all, you know, off. But I think it's yeah, going to be one of those three. There's going to be one of those three, and I probably would pick the Indians to root for if mm-hmm. I had to pick a team. Yeah. So, for me, like I said, I mean, I'm an A's fan because they're local. Um, and, you know, I grew up going to the stadium with my, my dad and, my grandpa and you know I wanted to go with my kids and I've taken my kids to the stadium quite a bit Mm -hmm. um all of them went to the stadium in the first six months of their life Mm -hmm. so you know I mean it's all been it's been important because they're the local team but if they move they're not the local team anymore you know and I want I root for them because I can have those family experiences. I can mm-hmm. have those experiences at the ballpark. Yeah. Um, I don't really give a shit about watching them on TV. It's not, I don't need bragging rights. Yeah. I don't need anything. I just want to be able to go and mm-hmm. root for my team and they're my team. Uh, so if the A's end up going, that leaves the Giants. And I hate the Giants. There's no way I could ever, ever root for the Giants. I've hated the Giants (laughs) Um, as much as I've hated the Yankees my entire life. Preach. Preach. So, 
Um, I will not be a Giants fan. Um, I won't be an Ace fan if they leave either. No. Uh, I've been to Las Vegas once in my life, and it was a couple months ago, and I did not love the city. I <laughs> I do not intend to go there more than I need to. I mean, I know we're going in October again, mm. yeah. but um, that will probably be the last time I go to Las Vegas for a very long time. <laughs> I mean, I made it 41 years without going. Right. It could be another 41 years without going again. So, I mean, Las Vegas, I think it was a six-hour drive, maybe six-and-a-half-hour drive, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't terrible. It's not a bad drive. Well, you're not deciding tomorrow, hey, let's go this weekend and watch the A's play. You're, not, you're never doing that. Like, no, I'll you know, never do that. And I can do that right now. I can go see the A's tomorrow if I want yeah. If they're in town, I don't need to know. No. No, that was part of the oddity of their announcement was they were purposely away from home for like a week. So, yeah. Right. Um, Yeah, and when they announced that, I stopped following them on everything. Social media. Oh, did you? On Bleacher (laughs) Report, (laughs) MLB, everything. Stopped following them. So the Beardo does not fuck around. (laughs) I'm Yeah, I'm not following the A's anymore. And so I think, okay, so my team's leaving. I'm not going to follow the new local team. I cannot be a Giants fan. No. Who does no. that leave? Um, and so <laughs> when we first started talking about this this week through Tech, we both sent each other our, our top three teams. And we did have one team in common. Uh, we did have Pittsburgh in common. Which and, I found fascinating, by the way. Like, I did not expect that. But it, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it makes sense. I just can't articulate why. And I think it's probably because it's another... I can articulate why. Okay, go for it. They're the Oakland A's of the East Coast. They're shitty every year. They're low budget. Every once in a while, they get good, and then a year or two later, they're terribly bad again. They've had two non-losing seasons in 40 years. I mean... There you go. <laughs> the A's have so, at least made the playoffs. You know, they're, they're the team you want to root for. Yeah. And Pittsburgh has been my number two for a long time. Like, I just want to root for them. I want yeah. to see them do well, you know? So I thought it was interesting that we had one of our top three yeah. in common. Um, but my other two in my top three I picked because they could be almost a local team for me. They're not as close as Oakland or mm-hmm. San Francisco. Um, but it's a city that I've been to many, 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 many times. Mm-hmm. Um probably 30, 35, maybe 40 times. So it's a city I've been to a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've always kind of liked the Anaheim Angels. Um, I don't know why. Probably Angels in the Outfield, that movie in the early 90s. Like, everyone loved that cute little movie, right? They had a cool color scheme at the time, too. Like, they they dabbled in the blues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And then um, I had a former student signed to the Angels. Okay. I to go to a signing party, which was pretty rad. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. Um, and then the other team on my top three is the Dodgers. Everyone in my family has always been a Dodgers fan. Um, they have a historic stadium as well, mm. and I'm a history guy, so I like history. And their stadium is old and historic. Um, so... And at least they win. They win all the time. They try. And yeah. and they're the enemies of the Giants, just like I am. That is fair. That is a fair point. 
Right. So I think if the A's move to Las Vegas, when that becomes official, I think I've made my decision on who my new team will be. Dodgers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I yeah, the only team I the only team I finally hate more than the Giants if the A's left would be the A's. Um, yep, right. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, the only thing that could exactly maybe the only thing that could really maybe make me like change my thought is because I know for at least tenish years MLB has been wanting to expand, but they've been patiently waiting for Tampa Bay and Oakland to figure their shit out, and I think Tampa Bay finally has a solution too. And after all that searching they've done, they I think they've decided they're going to build the new dome like on the same property as the current dome. Right. Well, um, the current dome is shit. I've been there. I I haven't. I've heard. I, I've you're the second person I know in this life that uh, has been there. And believe me, neither one of you two has said anything positive about it, other than maybe the fact that it's indoors. Um, the only thing that maybe made me change the whole Cleveland thing is let's say. Portland finally gets a team. Maybe they're close enough that I would consider being, hey, they're, they're brand new. It's a new thing. It's not like you can say, um, like, there's a there's a mutual friend that we had in high school who apparently, he'll, he'll not admit it, but basically Mark McGuire went to the Cardinals and switched allegiances. You're trying to say so many of the A's people went, there's like, yeah, it was Tony LaRusso and Mark McGuire. Like, you can't right. not be a front runner with this one. Um right. So maybe Portland if they get one, but then Salt Lake City just came out in the last... Maybe the timing's kind of odd on this, but Salt Lake City in the last week came out saying we're interested in trying to land a team. Um, that's not something I'd be interested in because I don't like Utah. But right. if it were Portland, then maybe. I have nothing against Portland. Well, what if the city of Oakland doubles down and says we're making Jack London happen? They, you Let's know what... They would be so stupid not to because, A, they have money already. And, B, yeah. there's a very, very rich billionaire who's a very good sports owner who's been publicly stated, I would love to own the A's or the Giants. That's motherfucking Joe Lacob. Yeah. The dude, like, loses money on the Warriors because he will pay whatever fuck luxury tax he has to to keep that team together. And he does. <laughs> and it works. And they right. all love him. And he has an idea on how to make private... Um, private uh, developments work because again, Chase Center wasn't private; it wasn't publicly financed. So he has an idea on that too. So I would love if Oakland was smart in any capacity, which I'm not going to say they are. If they're smart in any capacity, they would kind of do what Cleveland did in the '90s. All right, fine, you're fucking leaving. We're going to pursue this new stadium, and we're going to force the league to give us the next team. I don't see Oakland being so hardcore to sue the league right. into saying we're keeping our team name, we're keeping our history, we're keeping our stats, we're keeping our records. Um, <laughs> right. But I would love for Oakland to just be like, you know what, let's not be laughed at any more than we had and let's end up in a better position. Because you know what, if they force the issue and they did get this thing over the finish line and they had an owner lined up and lake up, I would probably be the biggest Oakland baseball fan that I've been in, like, yeah. decades. Yes. Yeah. Since probably the year I was a season ticket holder, which probably would have been, like, 2005, maybe 2006. Um, right. I got the 20-game pack. Um, 
That would be awesome. But I don't know that they're that smart to do that. Mm. I think they'd be more willing to let themselves be publicly humiliated for losing three professional sports teams. In yeah, in less than five years. Yeah. I mean, there's something there as well. Like, the A's ownership isn't the only one to blame for the spot we're in. No. No, not at all. Um, however, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm on record on this place that's uh, saying I am opposed to cities building stadiums for teams. Mm-hmm. Because if a team wants a new stadium, you're the one making the money. Go yeah. build it. Yeah. Work with the city to get the land and all of the rules followed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you want a stadium, you build your own. Yeah. Say what you want about Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams. SoFi Stadium cost over $5 billion. He paid for it himself. Right. Now, granted, he's married to a Walton, so there's that. Right. But he, he paid the $5 billion himself, and then they built it wrong, so they're probably not even going to be able to host the World Cup, uh, which is funny to me. But anyways, <laughs> but you're right. They're already rich, and these, like, I, I am not for in any way um, c- cities using public dollars to bend over backwards for billionaires who are only going to get richer from it. Um, There shouldn't be that much civic pride involved. So. Good night. Night. Uh, We had a little visitor. Um, (laughs) So, anyways, I I think that's it for now, but uh, Beardo... Thank you for jumping on and talking and uh, handling yeah. the situation. Um, Chitty was unavailable tonight, but we didn't really need him anyways because him and I kind of had a little bit of this discussion last week. So maybe well, he knew something. He's got, he's got to feel like shit right now because both of his teams have moved from Oakland to Las Vegas. Right. So <laughs> I wonder, is he contemplating a move to Las Vegas himself? He should. Yeah, why not? For sure. I mean, he has transferable. I mean, him and him and Mrs. Chitty both have transferable skills, so they could yeah. go anywhere and do what they do now, right. and probably, well, at least on Mrs. Chitty's side, probably make more money doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, for Chitty, probably not so much. No. But it's going to be comparatively speaking. I don't think Southern Nevada is as expensive to live in. Um, in fact, right. they could probably sell their house now and whatever wasn't needed to pay off the current mortgage could probably buy a house outright down there. <laughs> they could end up in a better spot. Um, <laughs> but that's got to be bad. The, the one thing I will leave with is like, I, I saw this wonderful quote from Mark Davis this week and normally I'm like not, I mean, I, I could give a fuck about the Raiders and you know, like right. I, I did not weep for the Raiders fan when they, they moved. <laughs> Mark Davis was like he came out and he was basically fucked the A's like he said we literally were like this close to staying in Oakland we just needed permission to build our new stadium in the parking lot and fuck the A's they squatted on a 10 year lease changed their slogan to rooted in Oakland kept us from staying and now they're leaving like yeah. I was like good for you Mark Davis like you don't say much I agree with but I like this like I, I can get down with that just get a better fucking haircut is all I have to say right that dude, I don't, I don't know what's with his hair, but he has enough money to have a better haircut than what he has. Like, uh, 
Anyways. He has enough money to not give a fuck about what you think. Man, that's true, but does he, though? I don't know that they were that cash rich, to be honest. Because yeah. um, what people don't realize is I don't think his dad was the majority owner when he died. I think he was still, like, the managing partner. I think he still had probably the most shares, but it was definitely not the majority of the shares. So I feel like he probably falls in the same boat as, like, say, the Spanos is who own the Chargers, the Browns who own the Bengals. Um, they have it, and they're going to be well off once they finally sell, but I don't know that they're cash rich in any way. But, I mean, they have more money than me. That's just uh, – I'll give them that. They have more money than me. Right. right. And they get to do things I'll never get to do. <laughs> so there's right. that. But uh, Beardo, it's good to have you back on. It's been a minute. Um, yeah. So I'm glad you were able to come back and share your thoughts on this very delicate situation for us as Ace fans. But uh, it's good to see you again. Good to have you back. I hope you have a great week ahead. And to the audience listening at home, thanks for uh, joining in on a subject matter probably none of you give a shit about. But um, you did tune in. That's what you get. You don't get to pick the topics. You just get to listen to us. So This is near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. And, I mean, you're a consistent 20 people. So, I mean... You must like us in some way. (laughs) With that said, wherever you are, if you want to join us in a fuck John Fisher, go for it. You have our blessing. And until next week, Beardo and I wish you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night.